0: Hello. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm here.
0: Okay. Well, I, I believe that is a given. Did
1: you say a gibbon? A given. Hmm. Mm. Not a monkey.
0: <laughs> no, not a monkey. Sorry. Sorry, Dad. I don't want you to think that I would ever stoop to insulting you.
1: No. mm. I thought you were going to send me <laughs> one. I didn't think you were calling me one. Ah. Uh.
0: Well, don't look a uh, given horse in the mouth. Um, so <laughs>
1: no, we already did no. another one of those yeah, times. I you can't do that anymore. I know.
0: I just uh just having some fun, having having lots of fun. Like we're going to have on this episode. Do you know why? You know why we're going to have fun, Dan?
1: Cuz we're we're doing a thing that you like to do.
0: Well, sort of. Uh I <laughs> uh I I decided for a little bit of structure on a non-specifically movie episode for a no Topic November episode, as we've mm-hmm. done for the entire month, and we definitely did not do an episode of a No Thanksgiving episode. But uh, so for No Topic November, I-, I thought that uh, an interesting thing, an interesting twist would be to pursue a incomparable style draft. Uh, I was recently on an episode of The Incomparable that was uh, a film score draft. I had mm-hmm. to adjust my schedule heavily in order to maneuver my way onto that one because. If I wasn't on that, I would have just like screamed into the void. Uh, and, and having, after having, <laughs> because,
1: on... because why? Because you're just, uh, hopelessly in love with film scores. I,
0: I have, I have, I have opinions. I have opinions mm. about film scores that need to be heard. Yeah, uh, you
1: have a lot of opinions about film scores. Most of the time I go, like, oh, yeah, there was music in that movie.
0: Yeah. I, but that, that draft, of course, was with everybody on The Incomparable and they have, certain things going on and and whatever. And then there was an episode of By Friday that I listened to where they were making playlists for each other. And I was like, well, what if, you know, you and I, we riffed a little on, on trying to, to put together a a little draft, a little thing of music uh, for one another, Uh, not, not just film scores, but also music. Because as you, as you pointed out, um, not so big on the scores for you, uh, but (laughs) we, we, we could, we could put the two categories together and since we only have two people, we could have a lot of rounds of uh of going back and forth and discussing the various things,
1: yeah, sounds that like come out of movies that are made by uh instruments basically
0: yeah and and mouths mouths that that sing
1: i mean it's not usually mouths and scores
0: well- four scores and seven mouths ago um our- are <laughs> i don't know uh
1: settle down there
0: yeah sorry Uh, a little a little excited um just just ready to get started on this one
1: abraham ling score uh didn't work oh (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to go somewhere and then it didn't
0: who's the villain now
1: (laughs) oh it's it's gonna be me
0: (laughs) uh well i don't know you haven't seen my picks uh but i want to guess
1: is there a star trek in there (laughs)
0: um it, and maybe a Star Wars? There is there are possibly treks and or wars and or things. Cause I don't I don't know if you put a lot of thought into this, but what do you think I would pick for music? Not not Star, scores, but songs. Star oh,
1: for music? Uh that is a good question. Um Hmm. Hmm. Cause everything I know about you indicates that you don't like music. You just like scores.
0: Uh I do I do like music. I, I just uh, might look for different things in music that's featured in a film than I look for if I'm listening to music in my my daily life.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I I, I don't even know where to guess. And it's uh, if someone were to guess, uh, it, it should be me because we've done this 218 times now.
0: Yeah, I, well, uh, putting aside my disappointment in you, uh, the only thing that I can predict. About- <laughs> Please put
1: that aside <laughs> so that the show can continue.
0: The only the only thing that I could guess. That you would pick though, is the Social Network score, uh, by by your buddy uh, uh, Trent Razor Blade. Um So that's the only one that I could think of.
1: That's the only thing that you, you've got it, uh, on your on your bingo card. Is like uh, Dan's definitely going to pick this.
0: That is the free space on my bingo card. <laughs> my my draft bingo
1: card. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I, for listeners at home, go ahead and draw up a
1: bingo card. That take out, take out your defocused. Uh, Film score and music draft bingo card, please. Yeah, so... Write your name at the top or you're not going to get credit for it.
0: But we should uh, probably start this, and the way they usually do it on The Incomparable, uh, because you you have not been on a a draft that they have, is that uh, they refer to Random.org to to designate who gets to go in what order. Since there's only two of us, uh, we could also just flip a coin but uh for for tradition's sake we can utilize uh the the random.org engine of randomification i'm not even really sure how it
1: works but uh oh i was looking at it right now there's there's a box at the top and you can just do front, uh, like a number between 1 and 2 mm-hmm. and then like one of us can be odd and one can be even
0: okay well i'm i'm odd so i'll go i'll go with a uh, i'll go with odd
1: okay you're odd i'm even mm-hmm. do it Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah. Oh, I closed the window because I thought you were going to do it. All right, I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. Okay. Yeah. So we, we first try, right? Yes. First try. Odd. odd. I'm even. Okay. I'm clicking. It's me. Even. Number okay.
0: Two. All right. Go so ahead. I get to go first. Ta- ta- take the floor, number two. Uh-
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I will say that I did try to put in some effort to try and pick some of the least guessable obvious ones now that i know that you only guessed the social network clearly uh i didn't have to put in that much effort in order to obfuscate my decisions but um see this all comes back to strategy because i didn't i didn't uh i'm not i'm not like super in on like the uh the draft methodology do i go to like block you do i take one of yours which i think you probably have on a list too or do i just go straight to the heart of mine that you already know are coming
0: well here's the strategy that i would employ uh mm. you you want to uh if How do you, people
1: win this do you is is there winning there's there's, there's no winning there <laughs> there's is no, no winning.
0: there's no winning on an incomparable uh draft but uh mm. basically what you want to do is pick uh what you think that I would pick but if it's only if it's something that you also want to actually have you don't want to just stake a claim to all of the Star Trek and Star Wars scores right 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 if right, you right. don't actually want to have that ownership to have that associated with your name
1: um, well there's one or two in here that i think uh you might also have but i've got i've got like seven of them here so i feel like i could let you have those and be okay oh you know what i picked one i know which one i'm gonna go with okay okay, okay i'm good all ready? what do i do do i count down from three or something no. <laughs> just, just say what it is dan <laughs> all right i think pick, i picked i picked for the for the first round uh to the cleveland browns they choose uh terminator two
0: okay uh that was not even in my runner-up stuff but <laughs> how
1: dare you terminator 2 is amazing especially i mean obviously the opening theme because that's what everyone yeah. remembers but dun, there's a lot dun, of really dun, good dun, stuff dun, dun.
0: that whole thing
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> we don't even
1: need to cut the clip in now yeah. you just did the two best parts of the yeah. whole thing but it's good because it uh it picks up where the first movie left off with the theme and it makes it a lot better
0: certainly the best terminator score
1: um and we well i mean there's only two terminator movies so obviously
0: okay (laughs) settle down there john syracuse but uh yeah (laughs) the uh yeah that 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 is definitely the case where this builds on the first one but it is a much more sophisticated score than the first one was and it's not as uh and even though it's using the synthesizer a lot uh it is not it's uh, I don't know how to say it. Uh, there, there's like a there's there's like a weird '80s. We don't know what we're doing with a synthesizer yet. Feel to the first score, and in this yeah. one, it feels like the experimentation has has gotten out of his system, and he is ready to go. Uh, right, he
1: knows. Like, okay, we got to stick with some synthesizer because we're sticking. We're, we're trying to match the first one, but we know how to do that now, and we can be a little bit more. it's almost nostalgic rather than just like this is the instrument we have. Yeah, and so I think you didn't it, even say who who did this. score. it's Brad fidel fidel i don't know how to pronounce it yes
0: i think it's, i think it's fidel but um yeah he uh, spelled weird uh while this wasn't on my list i do like this score so good good job dan i'm not
1: boom two points dan thank <laughs> you I'm, I'm winning i'm in the lead <laughs> having been the only person to go so far oh jesus christ
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay Ugh. see if you can catch up now
0: okay well now that it's my turn i'm gonna show you how a draft works and I'm going to pick The Social Network.
1: Oh, you son of a! <laughs> name name three songs that you like off of that score. Uh, I, I got I got a list over here. I got some favorites.
0: Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I just like put it on. I don't I don't listen <sighs> to them that much. Oh, you're the worst.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, Trent Reznor <laughs> and Atticus Ross, I'm a fake fake Social Network fan. <laughs> oh God, it's so good. Uh, there, there are three tracks that I I typically listen to on that. There's In Motion, which is his uh, like hacking scene song. Yes. It's, it's got like a nice little beat to it. Uh, you've got uh, the one right after the the, the song, uh, the tracks, excuse me, I'm going to get this wrong all the time. The tracks play back to back in the movie because right after that is when he starts getting Uh, He starts seeing the results of his hacking And and things go awry And he turns into a a bad Well, he's already a bad guy But he's very obviously a bad guy And that song is Or that track is called Familiar Taste Another very good one And then I forget which part of the movie it's in But the the other one I really like is called On We March Mm-hmm to say song but it's
0: not song I, I know. We we had this discussion about semantics before the the podcast. Uh so listeners, please forgive Dan.
1: Um Yeah. Albums have songs on them. They sell these with songs with names, but I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean in in the score of the film, they're not even broken out into like these tracks. They're they're cues and but anyway, it makes it all very confusing. So, however you want to refer yeah. to it is fine uh we'll just let the listeners number
1: 3 on the album yeah we'll just let... well,
0: but see also this is a very contentious thing because soundtracks are all, uh, not always uh linked to the the score that's inside of the film um in some cases things have been recomposed for the album john williams famously recomposes a lot of his stuff to make like sweets or things that just sound better if you're listening to the album rather than what mm. is actually inside of the film um, which is more timed to the editing and the beats of what you're seeing on screen?
1: Uh, is there anything that he's done that to that you could say that I would recognize?
0: No, because hmm. you're not comparing a lot of John Williams scores
1: on CD or yeah, I don't know. I mean, music. maybe maybe some of them.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, like there is a there's a release of uh, Star Wars that's the the original 1977 star wars that's on uh the 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 apple music uh and that has the main titles that goes into kind of a sweet kind of a thing for like lots of things that are inside of the movie it's very it's very weird it's not actually just the main titles and then they move on from that uh but that is neither here nor there because that was not the pick Now it's your turn, Dan, and you can snipe Mm. something from me or you can pick something that you really hold dear.
1: How how many rounds are we doing on this? Uh, How many you got over there?
0: Well, let's just do as many until we're angry at each other. So just just go.
1: See, I I, I still don't understand my strategy. If I should pick the one that you might have or if I should just uh, go completely out of the box. Well, you're not going to get these other ones later, so I'll just go straight for Jurassic Park.
0: Okay. It was not on my list, but it is a good choice.
1: It is a good choice, yes. Uh, Well, the only the only potential reason it could be on your list is because John Williams. So, Um, yeah, of course. I mean, like, it's one of those things that uh, I think when we talked about the movie that um, the score matches the movie perfectly, and it just emphasizes everything exactly how it needs to, in the way a score can, and you would always want a score to, but uh, not all of them do. And I think it really changes the movie and makes it one of the greatest movies of all time which it is uh, but the uh, the track on that that I, I enjoy listening to is the Welcome to Jurassic Park one which starts off mm-hmm. super soft and then gets bigger later I also really like that. Uh, I don't even know if it's technically considered really a track as the opening titles where it's just sort of that like big drum bang. And then that little like, uh, I don't know, chanting, ah, sound or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Re- re- uh, you know, the, the, it's like, Done, uh, you know,
1: <laughs> you're performing. Yeah. That no, but it's, yeah. A, I, the, those are good.
0: It's a, it's a good choice. Um, a lot of people would point out similarities, uh, in this particular John Williams score with other things, or they might say that this is a little bright and fun, uh, for some of the horror, especially like children being chased or whatever. But I, I like it. I really, I really do like it. Uh, it, it did not make my, my, my tight little top list, but, uh, it mm. is. Uh,
1: do people complain about the, the happiness of the score compared to the the horror of the movie?
0: Yeah. I, I've seen a couple randos, on occasion, complain about that, but I I think it's suited to the thing because I I one of the things I don't like about um, some of the sequels is like it goes a little gothic and weird in parts, and you know mm-hmm. like I I think it ju- I think it needs this wonder.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I think if any of the I think I think if uh, Hammond's like um, ideology and his like optimism is represented in any particular way stronger than others, I think it's the score. Like that's the whole like you had a dream and you were trying for something great and it bit you in the ass, which is the movie. But like the, the score is there to represent like this hope that they had the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Huh. Huh. yeah. All right. Which, uh, which, which Star Trek are you picking next?
0: Ah, uh, you, you got me. Um, now, <laughs> now that the strategy portion is over, because as I said, I literally have no idea what else you would pick. Uh, I'll just pick things that I like. Uh, and that is, uh, Star Trek two, the wrath of Khan. um, Jason Snell picked this on the uh, Soundtrack Draft episode. Um, And since we're only talking about movies that we have covered on our podcast, um, that limits my selection of Star Trek movies to this or Star Trek The Voyage Home or the uh, J.J. Abrams movies. Mm -hmm. And of all of that, I definitely have to say that I like Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan uh, the most. And I definitely want to pick it. In particular... Um, I love surprise attack. It is uh, my favorite uh, little little cue. That's the one where uh, Khan is like, "Hey, you know, we're just one big happy fleet." strolling up to the enterprise and kirk's like i don't know uh let's leave our shields down and stuff and spock's like yeah they say they're you know thing is overloading the thing and 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 they're checking and whatever but uh then they get zapped Don't go very well for them, but it's a is a very tense music cue, and uh, I like the rest of the thing, and it's got the big bombastic Star Trekky kind of feel. So uh, yeah, that's going to be my my selection. And you, of course, correctly predicted that I was going to pick a Star Trek score at some point. Um, you just thought I'd probably do it first instead of just being a jerk. Uh, but you you were, <laughs> you, you were wrong.
1: <laughs> no, you had to you had to teach me a lesson about how this whole thing works. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was instructive. Uh, but rude. <laughs> go, go and. And pick your uh your your mm. next one.
1: Mm-hmm-hmm. So I can't do I lost the social network, I did Jurassic Park, I did uh Terminator two. All right, which one do I want to pick next? Hmm. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go outside the box on this one to one that you would never pick in a million years, and that is Bad Boys One. What? <laughs> That's right. Uh Mark Mancina, Bad Boys One.
0: Well, you
2: were correct. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not just because uh, I I have memories of it from film school because it was like the right era where like everyone in first year film school was making student films where somebody was like a rogue assassin and basically everyone scored their short films with the bad boys uh, score by Mark Mancina. But I really like the, the the main title uh, song of the movie and just that sort of like theme that he has going on throughout the, the film. You probably can't even hear it in your head, can you? Nope. <sighs> yeah, it's... I, I can send you a YouTube link because apparently it is unlistenable on any sort of streaming or downloadable service. I don't know what happened with the licensing to that movie, but uh, the only thing I can find for it is a uh, YouTube upload.
0: Yeah. Well, that's one of the unfortunate things about discussing um, movie soundtracks is even when there is a soundtrack available, it oftentimes includes very little of the, the featured music that's inside of the film. Um, oh,
1: and even if even if they have scores on iTunes, they're called soundtracks, and you have to search them that way and try and d- just determine the difference between the soundtrack, which is just the songs, and then yeah. it's the actual score.
0: Because there was also a long period of time where soundtracks would be released and it'd be like music from, and it's like no, but that's not what I want. It's like I don't, I don't, I don't want that Evanescence song you played over the credits of of the movie. <laughs> like
1: I, want... I saw a couple that were uh, music from the motion picture, and then in parentheses it said score, and then just music from the motion picture. Just by itself for the songs, yeah. I, it's, it's all very the wor- stupid.
0: The worst is when you try to use a uh, 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 voice assistant to be like, "Hey, play this," and it's like, "I can't find that," and or or it uh, grabs something else because the word of the title of the movie is generic, and then you're like, "Okay, play this soundtrack," and then it's like, "Nope, can't do it. Don't know where it is." And then you like find out the specific parentheses wording of what it is, and, and you have to say that every time you want to cue it up. It's mm-hmm. mildly irritating, but um. That was a interesting pick. And uh thank you. Thank you. I, I am in a bit of a quandary because I didn't know how to rank some of these.
1: Um <laughs> Oh, I put I uh I I did a rough ranking. I kind of just have like some uh, ones at the top. Like th- these are not in like order of my favorite. Although I did put the social network first because that's just it's a gimme but obviously. That, but that wasn't the first one you picked. <laughs> well, I I was trying to be Strategic, because I thought, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to lose Terminator 2, because that's, that's, that's like a, a real film score that people who like film scores might actually like.
0: Okay, well, okay.
1: I mean, aside from the fact that the Social Network score won an Oscar, I don't think that's one that a lot of other people revere. But maybe that's just because I'm like, I don't know, bitter about trying to hide my boner for David Fincher movies.
0: <laughs> T- title. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> w- when I tell you that literally the only thing that I know that you will pick is the Social Network. And then, then you don't pick that. Then what am I going to well, do?
1: Well, I, I was, I was, I don't know. I didn't want to give you a freebie right off the bat. But
0: you did. All right. So yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> Minus two points. But uh, uh, for my for my next pick, I, I'm a bit of a quandary because there's a lot of like really high quality stuff that we've done. Um, but since I'm kind of like leaning towards like personal favorites that I like listening to, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna go with Jerry Goldsmith's Total Recall score. Um, oh,
1: okay. All which right, is good.
0: A, a weird choice because it's, uh, it's a it's very heavy on the synth, uh, much in the same much in the a similar way as your your T2 selection, um, and he has some music cues that are I would say inappropriately uh, poppy and bubbly. Um, but uh, there there is a a lot of really good action cues on there, and I I do like the uh, music that plays over the main titles, um, th- the dream as it's called on the uh, on the soundtrack release uh that is a lot of fun you get the you know i don't know i don't know how to describe it there's like a cracking noise that you hear as there's like synths laid over the whole entire thing and uh you hear your, your brass going it's, it's a lot of fun i like i, I, I like i like that one
1: I'm listening to it right now I don't remember this at all <laughs> but it's cool
0: yeah it's a it, it's a very weird score uh, and uh, uh, of course it's for Total recall which is not exactly um, a movie that won lots of awards for things but uh, it's, it's
1: got some drama like a it's almost like a I don't know like a faster paced more modern like two thousand one space Odyssey kind of track
0: yeah and it's also with the horns and stuff it represents um, I think kind of a pivot in how Jerry Goldsmith would score things because when he would do action movies in the nineties and early two thousands, basically up until he unfortunately passed away, um, he would uh, have synth stuff in action cues that sounded a lot like what you hear here with like rippling reverb things over, over stuff.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know what that sound is. That's just sort of like whooshing back and forth, but it's, Unusual,
0: yeah, it's very interesting um he had a little bit of a uh play with like synth and um oh, I can't remember the name of the the blaster beam is the name of a specific kind of instrument um that they had for Star Trek the motion picture but uh uh th- did he play the theremin No, I don't think he ever used a theremin <laughs> but uh but it's it's a it's an interesting one so I gotta go with it I gotta go with that and it was in my uh honorable mentions on when i when I did the uh the film score draft on the incomparable now
1: your pick Dan. Mm, mm, we're already the number uh what is this five sure uh that one or that one or that one oh no this is this is number four because one of them got disqualified i should have done this as a task paper thing so i could check <laughs> off my stuff i just have a very long markdown document all right <laughs> um Let's see. Let's see. Do I go Joe Steele or do I go Silly? You know, I'm going to pick a real score. I am going to pick the uh, Blade Runner 2049 score because I actually very much enjoyed that. I know it was a bit of a riff, obviously, because it's Hans Zimmer and everything he does is a redo of the things he has done before. But uh, I like to pivot on this. It's, it's darker. It's a little eerier. There's some... Some of your weird sort of uh drony wad like modernized versions of the inception noises that I thought were uh were very effective.
0: Yep. Uh and I have to say that this was on my list. Um, oh, Booya, finally got one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I said Booya. What year is
0: it? Uh unclear. But uh it was not um it's definitely a twenty forty nine, but uh maybe it'll come back in style. I, I didn't... Again, I didn't have this in a specific order, so it's not like the next thing I was going to pick or anything, but it was in a blob of stuff that I had surfaced as my top selection. Uh, and, I feel
1: some vindication there for you stealing the social network yeah. then. Not not entirely, because I don't think you, you you hold dear Blade Runner 2049 the way I do with the social network.
0: No, but I, I, I do listen to it frequently. Um, I really like Seawall. Um, a, yes,
1: top of the list right there.
0: Yeah, that, that is a that is a good cue off of that album. the original score did. And while I criticize Hans Zimmer a lot for many of his other scores uh often repeating or just wholesale copying and pasting things. Um he he uh he he seemed to put in some effort into this one because I believe he probably respected uh Evangelist's original. Um so there's there's some some thought that goes into it. It's not just like mashing or copying and pasting his previous efforts in uh, in film scores into this it's not like it sounds like the rock or something like that like many of his other projects do
1: <laughs> yeah uh, I think the other track that I, I wrote down was just the one called Blade Runner which I think is his like riff on the uh, the theme from the original movie and I think it's it's nicely updated but it's still pretty much the same theme mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think it's a really good thoughtful choice
1: uh, I, I did notice that the score uh, was credited to Hans Zimmer and Benjamin Walfish who is Benjamin Walfish I don't know who that is <sighs>
0: I don't know. I always meant to look that up. Um he contributed <laughs> okay, something. i don't feel so bad that if you don't yeah. know who he is. Well, Hans Zimmer always he frequently collaborates with other people when he does stuff. Um in fact, that's one of, kind of one of the things he's infamous for is like he has like ghost writers sort of, but for music, um at his company Music Ventures, although I think they changed the name of that. But for a long time you'd get people who would operate in sort of Hans Zimmer's circles. And then they would go off and do their own film scores. And you'd be like, Hey, that kind of sounds like a Hans Zimmer thing. And it's because they were writing stuff for Hans Zimmer or like tweaking his stuff. Um, Like Klaus Hmm. Bedelt did the original uh, Pirates of the Caribbean score. And then, uh, and he's credited with that. But he was doing it with, in like the Hans Zimmer orbit. Uh, and then Hans Zimmer took over that when it became popular, and Hans Zimmer did the rest of them, and they all sound like the Klaus Bedelt score, which is kind of funny. But the only Klaus Bedelt score we did was Equilibrium, and I'm not really gonna draft that one.
1: Oh boy! Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie had music in it. <laughs> yes.
2: <sighs>
0: all right, so I guess I will go on to my pick. I have I have several things here. Do you? Do you? How many more do you got?
1: I have uh, two serious-ish ones, and then uh, the cheat one that uh, you won't let me have.
0: All right. Well, let's do the two serious ones, and then okay. I, just, I just have to, out of curiosity, hear what this cheat is at the end
1: of that. Well, it's just a movie that didn't have a score. It has a soundtrack, and uh, there's there's no score in it.
0: But I don't understand. Like, it's just music that. Is like pop songs and stuff don't, don't
1: like, think don't think about it too much you'll, you'll give it away
0: <sighs> okay so uh i'm left with some options here since we only have two more and i'm on the fence about some stuff but i'm going to go ahead and pick uh starship troopers by basil Padorus. um i that's kind of probably not something you would expect that I would pick it, while it does have star as part of the name. Um, it is uh, a movie where you get this bombastic uh, over the top um, very patriotic March music throughout as well as uh, some action music um, and the over the top patriotic stuff is done in a way to skewer like the propaganda stylings of the film um, because it is, it is uh, in some parts satirical. It is a Paul Verhoeven uh, film, after all. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say that the, the music lines up pretty well with the, the paul verhoeven mentality yes
0: well that's also because basil did uh, uh robocop which also has some of that patriotic like you know tongue-in-cheek stuff to it um but uh but uh but i i i, I don't know i just got it, starship troopers edges out robocop for me so i gotta go with that one
1: <laughs> all right it's a very Joe selection. I uh it was not on my list, unsurprisingly. No,
0: I didn't I didn't think it would be, so I didn't think I was gonna like snipe Starship Troopers from you. I don't even no, think you I've like got
1: some I've got some other dumb crap in here. I
0: don't think you like Starship Troopers, do you?
1: I don't dislike Starship Troopers. I you know, it's uh I appreciate it for what it is. Um but uh I think I watched it more uh in previous years than I would now. Like it's one of those ones that it's it's kind of I don't know, it's its own universe and it's timeless or whatever, but it does feel like a different time to me watching it now.
0: Okay. So, yeah. now your pick.
1: Yeah, my my uh let's see this is 5, this is 5. Uh I <laughs> I choose Beverly Hills Cop.
0: Oh. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> because
1: as cheesy and horrible as the 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 music that Harold Foltenmeyer made for that movie, it is iconic it is humorous, and it fits the movie very well and and for for a time uh axel f was my ringtone yeah and uh oh. if if uh if i may um sidetrack you for a moment. When I was talking earlier about how I found a uh, an amazing music video, it turns out um, there is a music video for Axel F, which is <laughs> just as ridiculous as the song. Oh no! And uh, it isn't it doesn't appear to have like footage from the movie in it, like sometimes does, but uh, it's amazing. And we'll put it in the show notes, and I just sent it to you so you can you can watch a little bit of it. video um it's a man in a trench coat like being a spy or something like wandering around on a soundstage that has like a door not attached to a wall and like some hovering plexiglass that's supposed to be like a computer screen or something it's great
0: it sure is a thing (laughs) uh
1: yeah i was shocked to find that they made a music video for that but i i don't know i mean did they play this song on the radio or something like it 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 was obviously i don't know uh, recognizable enough that that there was some sort of cachet with the sound that I feel like they would have played it somewhere. But the idea that this was on TV, uh, boy, I hope not.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, so for me, let's see, hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Um, number five.
0: I, I kind of, I kind of like the spread of like doing different composers rather than just like piling up on uh, all of one composer's works. So. Uh I'll I'll go for one you probably thought that I would pick, and that is uh Alan Silvestri's Predator score. Uh mm. I picked Back to the Future on the incomparable draft. Uh so I feel like it's been picked in a way that I don't need to pick it right now. But uh
1: Yeah, I think I I think the uh Back to the Future score is kind of a gimme for literally any film score draft.
0: Yeah. So I'm doing uh Predator. Um it is a very recognizable uh great score i think uh for for the film and uh it's it's action-packed and a lot of fun it's not serious or like spooky or scary or anything because the movie isn't really like i don't know you don't like you're not like hiding under your sheets going oh no it's the predator but um uh yeah this this is great i like it i like it a lot any aliens it's space and stuff again so (laughs) there you go a
1: theme. Oh, right. Cause I I just popped up one of the tracks. it's the one It's got that really sort of uh da 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 I, I don't even know what the hell instrument is making that sound. It sounds like a bass or something. I, I think so. I think there's a lot of bass. Um, he, he... But it's all like tweaked and synthesizered up and stuff. Like everyone was just like like really hanging off that uh, that warbly knob on the sound mixers in the '80s, weren't they?
0: Yeah. Dun 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 Do it! Come on! You're not gonna say get to the chopper in your in your worst uh... Arnold no everyone does no all right you probably said it in the episode we everyone go listen to episode 117 um and let us know if dan said get to the chopper at all at any point uh but now for for your pick dan
1: all right i'm i'm running out of steam here um so this this is when I was going through, I think when I was going through songs that I liked, I came across one that just sort of like, I, I honestly don't know what the rest of the score is really like, but I picked this one because uh, it has uh, a theme throughout that I enjoy, and that is Stripes by Elmer Bernstein. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I the choice. reaction to my picks. Just... Huh. Okay. Anyway, there's 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 a, there's a track called uh, "Stripes March," which is Stripes' theme song, which is very good.
0: Yeah, isn't that the, the one that goes like dun dun, dun 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 Is that is that what I'm thinking of?
1: that's a good song whatever sorry
0: yeah yeah all right
1: it's just like you know i see the movie i think i see the movie in my head i think about the movie and i hear this theme song
0: okay well andre will be happy but uh
1: <laughs> yeah. I,
0: it's it's not it's definitely not a a score i hold near and dear to my heart and it's not even my favorite elmer bernstein score
1: <laughs> no but it's it's one that uh we probably wouldn't both pick at the same time so yeah uh, yeah, it's, uh, I feel like they used that main theme, like, eight times throughout the movie, so, uh, basically they could just get away with just making this one track, the whole score, but I don't think they did. Yeah.
0: All right, well, I'm gonna pick my last and final pick. Uh, of all the movies that we've discussed, I'm going to go all the way back, the episode where we first watched movies that we discussed on this podcast, and <laughs> that was, of course, a movie you have never finished watching,
1: and that is Doom. <laughs> Are you trying to shame me with your final pick? Yeah, sure. Is it a track from a section of the movie that I didn't even see?
0: Uh, maybe not. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, Toto did the score for this. Um, oh, pro- right. Probably mo- most famous to all of the kids listening to this for uh, being the the band that Weezer um, did a cover of. Uh, yeah, Toto did the music for. Dune, So it is very weird and very, I don't know, 80s rock stuff, synth and guitar, lots of guitar. You got your Brian Eno, all that stuff. There's a prophecy theme, which features prominently in the film, which is not like my favorite part. But I like the attack music, which is like the dun 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 dun. And there's like a whole bunch of instruments playing over that. (laughs) We'll be right back. <laughs> back. I just had to pick it because I'm on a podcast with you and I couldn't think of a more perfect pick to end with than, than that one.
1: You start by screwing me with the social network and you end with Dune.
0: Yeah. It's a human shamipede. Um, but, <laughs> the, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, we're not, we're not going to be doing the human centipede. Uh, <clears throat> and we're, we're, we're centipede, um, FYI, but, it, uh, it, it,
1: Is Santa Pete a thing?
0: Well, there's an episode of The Incomparable where they were doing... um,
1: Oh, yes, of course. I'm like, that sounds like a real thing that I've heard of before. Yeah, they they were
0: doing uh, Christmas music they were drafting. And uh, uh, things got out of control. Um, (laughs) But... uh, Needless to say that w- that was that. Right, now I have to know this: the cheat pick, the one that I had disqualified without knowing what it was. The one, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. one that you say is entirely songs and and mm-hmm. contains no actual score, but uh, mm-hmm. is somehow a something you put in the score category instead of something that you would break up into songs for the song category. What what is? Well, it, it does.
1: It's dazed and confused because there is no music other than all of the uh, contemporary pop music of the time uh, that they put into the movie. Oh yes. So there you go. It's cheat because it's not real score, but yeah. it's good.
0: All right. Well, I would have definitely disqualified that. So it's, it's,
1: it's slow good. ride, man. Take it easy.
0: Uh, so it's good we put it in this <laughs> this little buffer zone. All right. Now, uh, but it is a good segue because we're going to go into actual songs that are featured in movies.
1: Oh god, I got so many songs. The, the, the problem is, uh, so there there are a couple here where I found a movie that has some good songs in it, and I I pulled multiple songs from that movie but i will try to restrain myself
0: i I have to i have to admit it is hard not to do um particularly if it's a movie that uh relies on pop culture songs of the era in which i was growing up and i assume Mm -hmm. that is the same for you because then you start thinking about the song outside of the film in some ways
1: all of of these songs are basically uh, well most of them are songs that like evoke an emotion for me like it's not that they're like oh this is a great song that happened to make its way into the movie it's just like yes that song speaks to me and it's terrible and cheesy but i love it
0: yeah now some of my picks though um i selected because of their use in the film um, and because of them existing inside of the film So there is there's a little bit of a balancing act that I tried to pull off. I didn't want to just pick things where it's like, oh, I I found a an interesting song that I kind of liked or whatever. And then that that's what I went with. I wanted to Mm. try to get some of the in some cases diegetic uh, stuff in there. So you have you have any you have anything like that? Um, Or or did you you just strictly go with uh, things that could have just played on the radio?
1: Uh, well, okay, so I have reasons behind some of the things, more than just like, hey, that's a cool song that was on the radio. Are, are we continuing in the same order, or do we need to roll another random.org? No,
0: because that would be dumb. Just just keep going.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Uh, where to start? I think I'm going to start at the top. So, the, the, the first one I wrote down is, uh, Night Call from Drive, by apparently whoever the hell Kavinsky and Love Fox are. <laughs> um, Drive is a weird one, too, because, uh, again, they have a soundtrack that is like half score, half tracks uh but uh or uh, like half songs but um this is like the opening credits song that's like the super 80s uh kind of like vocodery sounding song almost but uh it's a great song and it really sets the stage for that movie and it's basically the only thing i like listening to on that soundtrack except like one or two of the other songs but uh i really like that song
2: I want to drive you through the night Down the hills I got tell you something you don't want to hear
0: Yeah, now that is um, a song that... I don't listen to often. When when we first did the drive episode, I listened to it uh on loop for a little bit. Um uh over a few days and then it just like disappeared from my mind. Um mm-hmm. but I, I really uh I thought it was good and fun and great at the time. I couldn't hum any bars of it or remember any of the lyrics, but uh
1: it was It's all like yeah. bow now 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 now. I can't do it cuz I can't put like synthesizer on my voice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's good song. Get you an auto tuner. Um, yeah, no, it, but that's a good, that's a good pick.
1: Thank you, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for pretending like I'm, uh, capable of doing this thing. I
0: mean, this is really an episode that's all about my validation. Um, but, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, for my for my my first pick in this category, um, I you know there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to think about, but I gotta go with, uh, our episode sixty five highlander uh, no because <laughs> this is this is something where queen was doing some music for the thing and then they just kept doing more and more music because apparently they were like really into the movie uh and we haven't done flash gordon so i can't pick anything from that but um princes of the universe is an amazing <laughs> song all right uh you you can't tell me that you you don't at least know like the 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 main part of that the 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 if I say "Princes of the Universe," do you not do you not have a vision in your mind of the rest of of that whole thing? Uh,
1: I not off the top of my head because there are so many other Queen songs. Oh, I, apparently I've already watched half of this video for it, so it was probably last time we <laughs> did the episode. But clearly the cookies. This music video was intercut with footage from the movie. That's fantastic. It
0: was the style of the time. Um, I
1: mean, th- this, is, this is not in my top 15 <laughs> Queen songs, but like...
0: It was the only Queen song, really, other than the rest of the, the ones featured in the film, that we uh, that were eligible, but uh, I wanted to pick it. So, there you go.
1: Oh, my God. Th- this, th- this almost makes me want to watch the movie again with how bad this footage is from Highlander, but I don't. Think we should do that? <laughs> all right. Oh my god, the swords! Anyway, okay,
0: with the sparks coming out. <sighs> yeah, all
1: the blue lighting. Okay, uh, boy, I gotta shake that one off. Okay, all right. Uh, the next song I picked is uh. All right, I'm going to just go in the order. I got uh Hurdy-Gurdy Man by Donovan from Zodiac, which is the end credit song and I think is the perfect eerie way to cap off that particular movie.
0: Can't picture it, but okay.
1: It's soft and creepy and eerie and uh evocative of the time, and it, it's, it's a very good song. Thrill- star my vast I opened my eyes
2: to take a peek To find that I was by the sea Gazing with tranquility Just then when I heard the hurriedly girl The man came singing song
0: All right. Well, that's a. I'm going to just take your word that it's a good pick.
1: Um, you want to look it up? You want to do it? Do, do we need to no, pause and look I these I up? i do not want to
0: time? do that. It's just going to suck all the energy yeah. out of the room. But, okay. Um, all right. Go ahead. Yeah. What I am going to go with, though, uh, for my next pick is uh, Time Warp. Um, from Rocky Horror Picture Show,
1: because okay, it's a good, it's a good song. I like that.
0: Yeah, I, it's a, it's fun. It's upbeat. It's not the sad sack song at the end of the movie. Um, slash musical it was also
1: on the uh, the the uh, the Drew Carey TV show uh, soundtrack that I had.
0: And I and I also believe that I can select this in the song category rather than selecting Rocky Horror Picture in the score category because it's. Singing in discrete musical units um, for this. It is definitely a song. Um,
1: <laughs> discrete musical unit?
0: <laughs> yes. It's the, it's the name of my, uh, my uh, uh, chill wave band. But uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be my selection. It's astounding. Time is fleeting.
1: Madness takes its toll. But listen closely.
2: Not for very much longer. I've got to keep control.
0: to yours i'm curious i'm very mm. curious <laughs> to see where this is gonna go at this all right
1: point. all right i got i got a couple more uh, th- this one's uh, this one's a little bit uh i don't know it's it's personal to me because it just uh reminds me of a thing that i did but that's from uh kingsman the casey and the sunshine band song give it up which is the song that played behind the uh the little end fight scene that i actually worked on so i cut that in behind the stupid demo reel so i've heard the song a million times and it's actually a really fun song and uh, i really like that part of the movie uh where they're they're battling to this like uh really goofy song really upbeat song and they're like Knife swords and leg swords and things.
0: Yes. Uh I had a feeling you would pick this one. Um, Thank you. It was not on my list, but when I was scrolling through the list of movies we've done, I immediately saw Kingsman and I was just like, Dad is totally gonna pick Casey. Uh 'cause Yeah, it's
1: good it's a good song and yeah, I've heard a billion friggin' times. It's one of those ones that got stuck in my head and I never burned it out, so it's still there.
0: No. It it is it's the kind of thing you'd need to detonate your head over. But uh
1: Yeah. who would
0: would do such a thing Um, congratulations I like it
1: thank you I feel I feel like w- when you, when you say that you knew I was going to pick it, I feel dirty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, No, it's just it, it's it's not that you're predictable or anything. I just I, I feel like I have may have feeling. one
1: more that is predictable.
0: Okay, well we'll see we'll see about that.
1: I, I want to blow you away with the rest of these. You're just going to keep like you're 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 going to be amazed. Okay. You're going to be shocked. i you're I'll, be horrified. <laughs> sure.
0: <sighs> now I have a controversial pick that I'm going to need your ruling on, Dan. Um, oh, so you whoa, gotta go you ahead. gotta put put on your your spare judge's gavel for this, um, a, a, and uh, I need you to decide. I want to pick Mona Lisa Overdrive, which is, according to the soundtrack, a Juno Reactor song, but in actuality, is definitely something that Don Davis contributed to. Um, it is the song that plays in The Matrix Reloaded when they are doing the the car chase.
1: Uh, is
0: that score or is that song
1: it is it is attempting to load after the lip sync battle show ad ends now okay here we go first of all it's 10 minutes which is not in your favor because that's not really a song length typically there
0: are 10 minute length songs I feel like it's not, it's not just one of them
1: so what in your eyes makes this a song that is pickable rather than score
0: just because junior reactors credit is attached to it on the soundtrack
1: and because more than one person couldn't be credited with score on a movie <sighs>
0: No, I I I but they also released a Mona Lisa overdrive track on a separate CD, although theirs sounds different from the one that's inside of the film.
1: Hmm. Did it come out before or after the movie? That's a good question. I don't know off the top of my head. Hmm. I'm leaning I'm leaning score. Okay. But...
0: Alright, so it's disqualified. I will pick something else. Okay. Uh and of course, to substitute Mona Lisa Overdrive, Juno Reactor, Don Davis. I'm going to pick uh, "Top Gun: Highway to the Danger Zone." Um, nice from our episode 115. Uh, I I feel like it is just a good film so- song to pick. Like, yeah. I mean, what, what what are you gonna what are you gonna dispute about that one? That is undisputable. That is that is the the perfect substitution for the very disputable.
1: Yes, it is undis- It's so undisputed that. I looked at it, I considered it, and I thought, no, way too obvious. I can't do it, so I picked something <laughs> else.
0: I'm glad I could be obvious. Uh, so... Uh, now Dan, onto you. What do you what do you what do you got going on there?
1: Oh Let's see. Uh, I feel like I feel like one of these is is in danger, so I'm going to move this up a bit. So is it in the danger zone. I, it is it is it is approaching the danger zone, and that is I'm all right from Caddyshack.
0: Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> wow, the logins round. All right. Yeah, we we, we
1: got to do a, we got to do a logins back and forth. I don't want to lose my logins pick. You got a logins pick?
0: <laughs> no, well. That's why you got to use 1Password so you don't forget your logins.
1: Yeah, don't. <laughs> Save all your logins in 1Password. It's not just for password. It's for all your logins, too. Uh, uh. Uh, I would love it if you could customize 1Password, too. So, like, anytime the little lock spins and the gates open, like, there's just a little picture of Kenny Loggins in my side rail right there looking at me. Like, he's been locked up there the whole time waiting for me to come in. It just goes, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> if that song played for the entirety of the time that One Password was open to fill in a password, I would be very okay with that.
0: I might have it open less, though. After a while, <laughs> it'd be, it'd be I definitely... wonder if I could make
1: a keyboard maestro that cues up that song anytime one password activates. Ah,
0: man, that would that would be a waste of your time. But go ahead.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's something that like a Microsoft Plus uh, extension or something back in the nineties would do.
0: It's possible. I mean, I remember programming well, not programming, but uh, you could in a uh, classic Mac OS, you could like set certain like system sounds to be. Uh, audio clips and stuff. So I would go find things from movies or sound effects or stuff like that and I would like experiment with plugging it in for different like alerts or whatever. Uh but I I never did. Uh I'm all right. <laughs> By mm. uh, all right, your turn. All right. So for this I am going to go with I'm gonna go with uh, Empire Records, Cody Shivers' "Sugar High," uh, which is the song that Renee Zellweger sings on top of uh, the the marquee to try to when they're trying to do the, the performance to save the store at the end of the thing.
1: I'm listening to it.
2: for coming
0: Bye-bye. Thank you right uh the other thing p- thing I was going to pick from Empire Records, um but I'm not going to, but I really strongly considered it is a piece of diegetic music, and that is say no more, Mona Moore by Maxwell Caulfield as Rex Manning um because that is uh not good music to listen to, but uh it is a good piece of music as composed for the film because it is uh bad and rex manning is bad um but uh it's all about celebrating rex manning day and uh they they did a perfect job of capturing what rex manning was with that song
2: oh rex you're so sexy call me my with a you see
1: Uh, this movie is a disaster. I kind of want to watch it again just because it's like a early '90s train wreck. But uh, was this even in the '90s? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: There's a lot of flannel in this this video here. It's, it's got to be '90s. There's just
0: too much flannel for it to be the '80s. Uh, but Whew. yeah, that was that, that was a choice. Um, now now, Dan, not,
1: not on my list. Unsurprisingly, <laughs> no.
0: Well, you, I mean, when we originally did Empire Records, I don't believe you were a huge fan of the movie, anyways.
1: Well, it was uh, it was contemporary with another movie of a similar type that we talked about. That I'm is escaping me at the moment. That was my movie. I never saw Empire Records back then, so it's not my thing. High Fidelity was High Fidelity at the same time because High Fidelity was definitely one of my movies. I was also thinking Blueless. just in terms of yeah, the, a lot of those movies okay. were were more things that I saw rather than Empire Records.
0: All right, that's fine. fair enough.
1: Hmm.
0: All right, all right.
1: Uh for my next pick, I choose uh Let's Dance by Chris Montez from Animal House, which is the food fight scene, as you recall.
0: Interesting. Um, it's
1: an amazing song, and anytime I hear the song, I think of the movie. Anytime I think of that scene in the movie, I hear the song. Uh it's 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 wonderful.
0: It would not surprise you that I have not remembered anything about animal house other than <laughs> i think the ladder scene where he's going up the ladder to the window and i uh hate that scene so
1: yeah the rest, yeah. Of, the, rest well, this, of the film the,
0: has not left a mark on my brain
1: though i could have picked a, a probably a different movie but um this this song has been on the radio a lot it's been in other movies it just when i hear it it reminds me of the uh the the
0: Next pick, I'm gonna pick uh Katie Tunstall's Suddenly I See from The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. Uh, it is it is in my mind perfectly enmeshed with the title sequence of The Devil Wars Prada. There is yeah. there is uh anytime I hear that, like in a Starbucks or something, it is Devil Wars Prada all the way.
1: You know, I actually, I downloaded it, well, whatever, I put it on Apple Music uh, after we did that movie because you were talking about the song or something when we were going back and forth before we recorded it, and now when I hear the song, I don't just think of the movie, I think of you thinking of the movie, (laughs) specifically that. But it's good, it's good.
0: Well... Uh, that's interesting it's, uh,
1: it's an also interesting... anytime it comes on TV or like it we pass it in the guide uh, as we're scrolling around uh, Man, always goes oh there's your favorite movie in the whole world Devil Wears Brought I'm like yes yeah, alright thank you well, her
2: face is a map of the world is a map of the world and you can see she's a beautiful girl she's a beautiful girl and everything around her is a silver pool
0: So, what do you what do you what do you got?
1: All right, this next pick, this next movie, I chose eight songs, so I'm trying to narrow
0: it down. Wow. Uh, well, the classic draft move, as I tried to explain to you beforehand, is sometimes you say I could pick this, and then you list things that you could have picked, and then you settle mm. on the one that you're actually picking, the one that you really like the most, um, just <sighs> as a way to also mention the other things you wanted to pick but without actually wasting the rest of your picks on that.
1: Okay. Well, because this movie has a lot of pop culture songs in it, not surprisingly because songs I grew up with, songs that were slightly before my time that I also somehow grew up with because my parents listened to them, and the characters in this movie, being of slightly older age, also grew up with, and that's kind of the part of the story. Uh, But the movie is gross point blank, and I could pick Cities in Dust or go by tones on tail or mirror in the bathroom or walk like an Egyptian from the Bengals or all of these other <laughs> fantastic songs. Live and let die by guns and roses. is An amazing scene when his former house slash uh, grocery store or whatever convenience store blows up. Uh, you got let my love open the door by Pete Townsend, but no, my choice is the most obvious of all, uh, 99 luff balloons by Nana, because that is the scene where, uh, uh, Jeremy Piven is finally realizing that, uh, John Cusack is, in fact, an assassin, murderer, and he comes around to find him wrapping the dead body in the banners, and then they run down the stairs in sort of like a uh, slapstick Laurel and Hardy kind of thing, and then go throw a dead body in the furnace, all uh, back to 99 Left balloons, and it is fantastic.
0: That is, I have to say, the perfect way to do a draft pick. Um, Thank you. Thank you. So, you did a good job of describing all the other things in the movie, and I agree with all the things you got going on, I think it's, I, 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 I mean, I wasn't, I didn't pick anything from Gross Blank, but um, I I do like 99 Love Balloons. If 99 Love Balloons comes on the radio or, like, in a store I'm in, um, I know it's about nuclear war, but <laughs> I'm still like, this is such a fun song. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh-uh. and-, and it's it's one of those ones that it's it's so popular. It's been in a billion things, but I always mm-hmm. picture that scene of just like rolling up the dead body into like prom uh, banners or whatever, and sliding it down the stairs as they try and like uh, you know hide from everyone that's still dancing and drunk.
2: Has-
0: And uh for me though, ninety nine Left Balloons reminds me of uh Watchmen because um I had not seen Gross Point Blank before I saw Watchmen and mm. uh Zack Snyder used that as a music cue in that. But we didn't discuss that movie at any point. Um but uh it is it is it is a good song. I really do like it. Uh and Walk Like Egyptian Walk Like an Egyptian is probably one of the uh the songs that I thought was the most amazing thing in the world when I was in kindergarten,
1: I think. Oh my god, me too. I apparently when I was young, I don't remember this. I used to do the dance when yeah. the song came on the radio and my parents are like, Oh it's so hilarious. I'm like, what are you talking about? I would do the little uh the little dance from the that's so embarrassing. Why didn't you yeah, tell me to that's,
0: stop? So it's, uh, it's not not a politically correct good thing to do right now. But uh that was it was, it, I, I really, I, I gotta say, hats off to Gross Point Blank and your, in and your pick there.
1: <laughs> you know the problem is, um, see, I've got eight songs here, and with the exception of "Live and Let Die," these other seven songs are all in the high school reunion scene, so they're all kind of like tied back to back to back with different, you know, ups and downs throughout that scene. So that's that's why all of these are the ones that come to mind when I think of that movie.
0: Also, I kind of would have made fun of you if you picked "Live and Let Die" because it is a cover of live and let die by paul mccartney yeah. and the wings and, and paul mccartney and wings uh from uh live and let die is a james Bond movie um yeah from the 70s
1: well the other song mm-hmm. that i didn't say that was also in that scene that i think about a lot is under pressure by david bowie and mm-hmm. queen because it's far more famous than the movie but it's also in that scene
0: yeah well anyway good sh- good shot at that all. thank you good job thank you um
1: your your, your turn to 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 be Rude and pick eight songs in one.
0: I'm gonna pick Inside Out by Eve Six from Can't Hardly Wait.
2: <laughs> no, you're not. I would swallow my pride, I would choke on the rhymes, <laughs> but the lack <laughs> thereof woman make me the inside. I would swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but.
1: i i will I will spoil one of my later additions to this podcast and say that can't hardly wait uh almost in its entirety is in my bad songs list
0: oh, oh snap just because it's
1: <laughs> and it's it's one of those ones that is like good bad because it is like ingrained in my soul because I lived that era and I lived that shame, but like it's it came out of the gate with track one graduate by third eye blind track two can't get enough you baby by smash mouth track three damn it by blink 182 like that's just embarrassing
0: yeah well i'm not drafting the entire movie Um, i'm just
1: saying like it it, it had no integrity going in oh
0: no 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 um and there are a lot of really uh, but here's the weird thing um it has a lot a lot of music in it like not just uh if you look at uh what's inside the soundtrack it's not even everything that's inside the film there's even even more stuff that's not even featured on the soundtrack uh same
1: thing like with gross point blank wikipedia has uh the two disc soundtrack there there were two separate cds that came out and then there was an entire cd of music that just didn't even add to it but it's just like yeah those movies have to have that music
0: yeah uh and the other thing that i was going to pick from can't hardly wait but i didn't pick uh because i picked inside out by eve six is uh i was gonna pick mandy by barry manilow because i like the scene (laughs) that they use that they use mandy in but
1: I, I get that the scene was pivotal for the story or whatever. And he's got to learn his lesson and then go back and, you know, change his destiny. But I, that scene kind of sticks out as odd.
0: Oh, well, yeah. But that's I mean, part of it is they're playing Mandy under the whole entire scene. Uh, oh, but God. I, that's the, that's those those were the two that I was I was uh, trying to decide between. And then I was like, why not just go for it? Why not just put Dan's tender heart in a blender? <laughs> Watch it spin around.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's so embarrassing. <laughs> it's so embar- yeah. what were we doing? You know what? Um, uh, I have literally just at this moment realized that I worked on a lyric video for Eve Six not too long ago. Well, it was a while ago. It was like six years ago. I get it. Well, remember they, they, they had they what? had a, they had a comeback. They had a renaissance. They came back. What? <laughs> they they did some stuff, and uh, a friend of mine was working on it, and he's like, "Hey, can you you want to help do some animated titles for this thing?" I'm like, "Yeah, all right." I'm Board. I was slacking off at Intel, so I made some animated text for him.
0: Oh wow, that's
1: were they, I don't remember what the song is. Did, did
0: yeah? Even though you don't remember what the song is, do you, do you remember if it sounded the same?
1: Like oh, they sounded basically the same. Yeah, they, I mean they were they were still them. They were just older.
0: Oh man, that's it was, it was
1: it was pretty generic still.
0: I think that's one of the sad things about music of our era. Um, is that you had that like dunno, ska punk thing going on for that time period. And uh the bands would keep doing that as they got older and it was like that's this is just getting sadder and sadder and sadder. like uh case in point Green Day. Um that like you look at Green Day and it's like you, you guys you guys are okay. You don't need to think about this stuff anymore. You're fine. Uh, this, yeah,
1: settle down. Yeah. You, you don't need to make any more rock operas. Oh, I'm going to guess it's the only Eve 6 video that has a red, you have played this bar in my YouTube uh, search here.
0: Really clear those cookies out. but um,
1: I really should. No, I, it's the, it, I didn't watch it on this computer. Google just tracks me.
0: Oh, I hear good the, things this about This was six
1: years ago. Yeah. This com- this computer didn't even exist six years ago.
0: mm <laughs> all right uh, yeah
1: oh yeah, this is it it's a song called lost and found oh god all right we're gonna turn that off because that's not good uh whose turn is it all right it's yours it's my turn uh boy uh okay because you're down not to, as um...
0: ugly sad as me
1: oh god um okay so I have I have two from the same movie and I want to pick them both so should I keep them as separate picks, or is that not allowed?
0: I say we should wrap this up, and so combine mm. the, all right, the picks. All right. and then... So the
1: movie is, is, is My Blue Heaven, and of course there is the, the title track by Fats Domino, My Blue Heaven, which is uh, old-timey and delightful. Um, but I guess, I don't know, between the two of them, I think I would probably pick the other one, which is uh, by The ad libs, apparently, called The Boy From New York City, which I don't think is unique to this movie. It's uh, just another good song.
0: I can't mm-hmm. picture it in my mind, but I'll check it out later.
1: Yeah, it's all like doo woppy and old school.
0: Ooh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I select for listening to
1: your music preferences. Don't go uh, older than the '80s. Uh,
0: They do. They do. Uh, Well, how
1: old? How old are the Star Trek
0: movies? (laughs) Uh, There, there, there is even one in the '70s, Dan. But uh, there, for the oldest movie that I had on my list of runners up, uh, we haven't gotten to the runners up. But the oldest movie that I have uh, from what we have talked about that is on my list is is Goldfinger. Um, which we did with uh, Mister mm. Matt Alexander, but uh, yeah,
1: that happened one time.
0: Yeah, that 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 is the oldest, oldest film that we've. I think we may have ever discussed. I don't think we did anything o- older than that.
1: Hmm. Okay, so what's your pick then?
0: All right, so for my pick, for my final pick, I'm gonna go with Another Day of Sun from the La La Land soundtrack.
1: Oh, you son of a! That was the last thing I had on my list.
0: <laughs> uh, sorry.
1: it's okay it's one that i was kind of on the fence about because it's just like i i feel like we still have to pretend like we ironically like that movie or everyone will be mad
0: yeah well i mean i'll be perfectly honest i haven't watched this movie since i saw it in theater uh the the day we recorded it and um Mm. my reaction to that movie is still it's not as bad as everybody freaking out about it said it was um because yeah. there was a lot of reactionary backlash to it but uh but it's got I, some
1: catchy bits yeah it's got <laughs> <adolescent seedling> that's good
0: yeah it's really good I, I i put that on sometimes when i'm driving in the car and, and i and i,
1: I put... <laughs> <laughs> you roll the windows down and just <laughs> sing unapologetically out the windows at people no
0: because it's hot outside so i'll, I'll put the the moonroof back the little visor part of that and so then the sun's coming in the top it's a little warm but i can deal with it Uh, And uh, I'll listen to that.
2: To my name, hop a bus, here I came Could be brave or just insane We'll have to see Cause maybe in that sleepy town I'll sit one day
1: That's good. That sounds nice. Yeah, do you, you do, should get a convertible like he had in the movie. Do
0: you, do you roll the top down on your Miata and listen to another day of sun while you're driving around? Two key? Um,
1: I don't know if I have, but I would.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Although it's one of those things that uh, I I I love uh, driving around with the top down, listening to music. But I always have to turn it way down when I get to stoplights because God, I don't want people listening to what I'm listening to when I'm driving around. <laughs>
0: Alright. Well, uh also I should say this is by Justin Hurwitz, um, and I like some of the other stuff on this album. Uh not everything I
1: feel. There are like... a couple of good tracks, but yeah, there's also a lot of like it's the story for the movie and we don't really care
0: Yeah, no, I have to say that this 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 features prominently for me as well as uh when Emma Stone is getting ready to go out. Uh but there's a major ding on that one in that they like cut in audio from the set of her saying that into what is obviously a studio recording um so you hear like background staticky noise and echo from the set that is not in the voices of everybody else singing the song so it is Mm. it is uh dinged slightly by that it's luster is lessened um but uh you you had one more you wanted to do, I believe. Is what you were going to. Oh for. no,
1: that was that was it. You picked right. it. That was All I'm right. done. You we're, picked well, it. We're done with sun, that. that was my last pick.
0: <sighs> so, <sighs> we can move on to
1: the best part, which is the worst mm-hmm. part. Um The worst part. One thing I I, I, didn't, wonder, I didn't pick a ton and you already spoiled can't hardly wait.
0: Yeah. Well, but I think it's important to review some of the selections that you had made because you obviously put some thought into it. Uh you you didn't just say Almost all of this on paper. Did you? That wasn't your note to yourself for later.
1: For uh, for can't hardly wait. Yeah. No, it, primarily it's just the fact that they they went so hard with like third eye blind and Smash Mouth and Blink One Eighty Two. Like it, the, the, those, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to think of them in retrospect because. Uh, like now, you look at like you couldn't possibly get away with putting those songs in a movie because they are so beyond stereotypically of that era and cheesy that you just can't do it. Like there, there's no way to unironically add those songs to a movie. And Can't Hardly Wait did that, and I think Can't Hardly Wait was probably the last time you could unironically do it, and they ruined it. They they probably contributed to the fact that it's uh it's unlistenable or. Uh, unable to be listened to unironically anymore. so uh, they, they, they deserve to be uh, wrapped on the knuckles a little bit for that. Can I pass away.
2: Uh, Also,
0: there's a 311 song on it. Um,
1: Well, you know, 311. 311 is is there something worse than a guilty pleasure where you're just like, oh, you feel really dirty, but like you're gonna listen to it anyway? I
0: think they call it 311 disease.
1: (laughs) I totally got 311 disease. Actually, uh, one of the uh, one of the albums that I was recently listening to while I was working, yes, I actually listened to an entire album instead of putting two songs on loop for the past couple of days. It's just this like super like. terrible, broy like, reggae, funk, rock crap that is just catchy and fun in a very, like, 311 way, but without the rap. Okay. Yeah. It's embarrassing to say that I listen to it, but it's probably all over my Apple Music already.
0: All right. Well, for my first worst pick, um, as, as you might intuit, I have strong feelings about Star Trek scores. And I have to say... Oh.
1: you going best and worst with the star Trek. yeah
0: yeah i mean one of the worst star trek scores um in my opinion uh, as i've discussed with uh listeners who have chimed in with their opinions on star trek scores in the past is uh leonard roseman's um score for star trek for the voyage home uh i don't think it is an appropriate star trek score Also, if you listen to Leonard Roseman's score for RoboCop 2, I think that one is also bad. And it's remarkable because he kind of James Hornered himself a little bit because they sound the same. Um, if you listen to the Star Trek War, the Voyage Home score and uh, the RoboCop uh, 2 score. Uh, so Leonard Rosenman not in my top list of composers uh, because he made something bad and then he did it twice. So, uh, and
1: how dare he have a name that almost sort of sounds like yours.
0: Uh, yes that was my primary complaint
1: (laughs) but uh you're worried that somebody's gonna confuse you for that guy who made that terrible score
0: it's so close it's just only like i don't know eight letters off but
1: uh dan starts the same way (laughs) yeah what
0: what is your what is your second worst pick
1: all right i feel like i need to go i need to go big right out of the gate so um when we did bill and ted's excellent adventure um we picked a delightful like fun 80s rock song from the end credits of that movie to be the ending song that we used in our episode, and it is a song called Two Heads Are Better Than One by a band called Power Tool. Now, the the name of the band should give you a little bit of a hint uh, as to the um, terrible double entendre that is used in the, the song, but the song is wholly inappropriate and horrifying the fact that it even made it into this movie, and I do still listen to it because it's like a fun, catchy 80s rock pop song, but it is a really... Like, I cannot believe that made it into a movie. It's so bad.
0: Okay. Well, following... Do you you remember the song? I I don't, but I could listen to it again. Well, uh, I'll I'll give you you this.
1: I'll just give you this. The song is called Two Heads Are Better Than One, and they're not talking about the heads on their shoulders.
0: Okay. Yeah. So wait, I don't understand. Is that gay sex? What, what is... <clears throat>
1: the, pre- the premise of the song is uh-huh. that there are two friends who were battling over a, a girl that they both liked, and neither of them could decide who was going to date the girl, oh. and she got fed up and left. So from then on out, they made a pact that they were going to have threesomes for the rest of their life.
0: No, this is... That's... Oh, no. Yes. That's that cool. is
1: what the song is about that is in the end credits of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure.
0: Oh. I, I completely forgot meet a girl in Vegas
1: who's totally into it, because she's like, no, that's of course, that's how we're going to do this.
0: I, forgot, I totally forgot about that. It's I, so bad. If, if it, See, if it had been gay sex, that would have been fine. But uh, Threesomes... It would have been, yes, but it's threesomes not... Threesomes is not an appropriate thing.
1: <laughs> the chorus to the song... Is, oh, my God. I can't even... We, I, I yeah. apologize already for describing what occurs in the song.
0: All right. Well, All right. Uh, for my uh, bad music from a movie that kind of ruins uh, what's going on, I got to pick Magic by Mick Smiley from Ghostbusters. Uh, I
1: complained about oh, this. no, come on. I complained that's about a... this in episode
0: 20. It is garbage. It is bad.
1: That's, um, uh, that's the one that starts out really weird, but doesn't it get kind of cool and funky after a little bit? I mean, funky is one way to describe
0: it. it it's the one that goes,
1: <laughs> I believe it's
0: magic, magic. Yeah, I yeah, I know that's how it starts, magic, but doesn't it turn magic. into an actual song? No, not really. I mean, but what's weird is if you actually find that song. Oh, 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 Never mind.
1: This is a different one.
0: Y- yeah, if you find that song, it is uh, one third of the way into the actual song that the part that they use in Ghostbusters is actually oh, okay. used uh, inside of the film. Um,
1: it- okay, so yeah, the part that is like way deep into the song that they actually used in the movie, I kind of like because it's kind of the that like weird kind of moody 80s song where like you've got the the swoopy uh ghosts flying around in the the city wide shots
0: i know you have you have those those lens flares which are just poorly matted with the black outlines around the flares like i i hate
1: if the end third of this song was was just score that was used in the movie because it's just got that cool kind of like drum beat and whatever the hell like uh, glasses of water, they're drumming on or something. I think it sounds kind of cool for the movie, but yeah. But the problem as a, is, as a song, it's not ideal.
0: Yeah, the problem is the lyrics. He's please, please, and it's but like, it's it's
1: it's w- weird and eerie, and it fits that part of the movie because like everything's going haywire because all the ghosts are out. My
2: baby told me twice. My baby told me-
0: One hundred percent disagree, and I have I have I have some sport. Uh, there is a uh, a podcast called the Soundtrack Show, uh, and they were uh, I assume Halloween related. They were doing the the music of Ghostbusters, including the score and the the music as composed were put into inserted into the film, uh, and several of Elmer Bernstein's music scores uh, were replaced with uh, pop music songs, uh, unbeknownst to Elmer Bernstein, and uh, he was fine with some of the replacements but one that he kind of questioned was this one and one that uh the the host of the podcast uh sorry the host of the the podcast the soundtrack show uh also questioned was this one so i feel like i have i have a couple of people who back me on this one uh
1: i don't care i disagree all right well they're not on this podcast now and i like that song in the movie all right well it were it, it only works in the movie though it cannot stand on its own
0: okay
1: that's that's my piece.
0: <laughs> You've said your piece? Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, all an, right. Any Anything else that's the worst that you want to draft?
1: <laughs> I, I have two more. Uh, uh, one of them I could let slide, I suppose. But the other one I picked was Dark Machine by Paul Oakenfold from Swordfish, which is just... <laughs> it's, it's so, so bad. Oh, in, man. in the same way that everything about Swordfish is so bad.
0: Yeah. No, I, well, see, I like. I can't even remember what the names of the tracks are, but there are a couple of Paul Oakenfield, uh It's the one that songs. you
1: remember when the guy is like telling the story about, like, oh, he lives in a world you don't even understand. Yeah. Like, oh my yeah. god, shut up! He exists
2: in a world beyond your world. He does. He lives a life where nothing is beyond
1: him. Nothing is beyond him. He pulls up in front of clubs in his TVR and he kisses girls and smokes weird thin cigars. (sighs) Swordfish. We made people. We made that movie. We let that happen. (laughs) That that movie happened. (laughs) Frantic Films, you know who you are. You contributed to that. Well, they're out of business, aren't they? They don't They don't still exist, do they?
0: Uh, I'm not the expert. The, on you're not that.
1: the the visual effects facility expert on that. <laughs>
0: no, it's out of my purview. Uh, now, I didn't really have any more uh, selections. Oh, I, I got one more.
1: I can go. I can go again if you want. Okay, my last I mean, one.
0: I was gonna say, just from looking at the list of podcasts of movies that we've ever done. I have to say, there's probably something bad in Cobra, but I don't even remember what it is.
1: Oh God! But yeah, that's not even a movie you want to go research before to even find out. No. Like you just see Cobra, like that's that's a time bomb, right? Yeah. There. So
0: I guess I draft like any song from it, but go go <laughs> ahead and do do your next one.
1: Uh, see, and again, I I'm I'm going hard like at an era about of, of of things that dated themselves, yeah. uh, similarly to Swordfish. But I am going to pick that ridiculous techno remix of Dragula by Rob Zombie from The Matrix when he goes to the club and he meets Trinity for the first time because it's just like yeah bro it's like 2000 and like look how cool and dark and sinister this club is there's a techno remix of a Rob Zombie song and now it's just like this is ridiculous stop it
0: not the i don't even think that's like the worst thing from the matrix trilogy
1: no probably not but it's just one of those ones that sticks out when you're watching the movie that it kind of makes me laugh just no, that I mean, it's there
0: I, I, well i mean it makes me laugh a little bit but i i kind of i kind of like it because keanu reeves is a, a dork at that part of the film like he's 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 at some club trying to be cool and stuff
1: um i know but it's the idea that that is a cool song to be playing at a cool club full of like underground hackers or whatever i don't know
0: all right sorry mm. I, guess, I guess you've slammed the dracula instead of slamming in the back of your dracula but yes, any, yes. anyway uh, that that mm. concludes our draft i think we i think we i think <sighs> we successfully
1: executed a yeah it was I, good the only thing I, I wrote down more was the future one that we haven't uh we haven't seen the movie so i can't pick it you, you you got you got more uh stuff that you didn't you didn't bring out that you want to talk about wait you you drafted something we haven't
0: talked about so you couldn't pick it for this
1: or... yeah there's there's a movie we haven't seen so i couldn't we oh, couldn't oh well this do is it.
0: this is an interesting thing' cause I remember you uh bringing this up to me beforehand uh we have we have concluded our draft portion, but yes at this point you can definitely tell me if there mm. is a score or a song from a movie. That you would like to talk about, which we have not covered on this podcast, but you intend at some point to, to, to cover.
1: <sighs> I really don't know if it's going to make a good podcast episode, but one of my favorite scores of all time is, uh, from out of sight by David Holmes. It's uh, a very, very good score for a very good movie that I like a lot. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know how we talk about that movie. Okay. I haven't have seen, you even seen that movie. No. George Clooney. No. Jennifer Lopez. No i It's such st- a good movie.
0: S- still saying no, but no. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen that one.
1: Very, very good, uh, very good score. Okay, so it's another one of those ones where the soundtrack is mixed with score and uh, songs.
0: All right. Well, I mean, I could draft. Well, we'll we'll eventually do all the Star Trek, so I'll j- I'll draft the Star Treks right now. Um,
1: <laughs> just draft all the Star
0: Trek. Yeah, I'll just draft all the Star Treks. Uh, I really like uh jerry goldsmith and joel goldsmith his son uh they did a score together for star trek first contact because they were on a compressed time schedule and so they worked together that is as i said on the incomparable uh soundtrack draft episode not the score that i think joel goldsmith would have picked i'm uh, sorry jerry goldsmith would have picked uh because he's collaborating with uh someone else so um, it's not it's not purely his ideas in in that expressed but uh, I like it it's moody and it's fun um, insurrection also exists um, but it is interesting <laughs> in that it is a Jerry goldsmith soundtrack that sounds total recall e kind of so it, it has pluses and minuses to that unfortunately it's paired with a film that I don't like watching very much uh and the nemesis is I think maybe the last Jerry goldsmith score um, it's certainly the last Star Trek score he did. Uh, but it is, unfortunately, a very bad movie. And the direction he was given uh, by the incompetent director was to minimize everything and make it dark and Cynthia and moody and blah. So it is not a good score to pick for anything. And that, that leads me back to that for uh, uh, first contact score. Now, he did do uh star trek five and that's probably one of the highlights of star trek five the final frontier because that's the one that william shatner directed and botched um if you haven't ever thought to yourself i wonder what a william shatner directed movie would be like there's there's, there's the there's a the thing you watch for that but uh i i think that's probably one of the best things about the movie but i don't actually l- love it very much it reuses a lot of his score thoughts that he had from uh star trek the motion picture um but uh it is not as distinct for me as as first contact mm. mm-hmm. and i like cliff idelman's score for star trek 6 the undiscovered country which i also like as a movie uh because it is it is star trek sounding without directly quoting from and cribbing the other star trek works Uh, Dennis McCarthy's score for Star Trek Generations is boring and blah and uh, James Horner's score for Star Trek 3 has a couple of interesting cues for like the Bird of Prey decloaking but uh, otherwise is exactly the same as what you heard in Star Trek 2 so meh on that one
1: that's more thoughts about the music from Star Trek than I will ever have
0: yes well you're going to have them at some point because I, as I said this is a future plan
1: I, I might have to retire from this podcast <laughs> before that happens
0: hundred and eighteen was enough for you,
1: <laughs> yeah, until we get to uh Star trek Timber or whatever oh man star trek October
0: oh wouldn't that be a thing or uh uh july goldsmith um we could we could do that uh but
1: oh that's interesting. We could pick an entire month for the composer mm. Hmm.
0: But uh oh I don't think that's a good idea. But uh the the uh we 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 covered a lot of stuff and there's a lot more movies out here uh that we we've, we've talked about I certainly think have uh fun moments like Adam's Family Values uh that was interesting because um, I had completely forgotten about most of the stuff that's in there. Uh a lot of effort went into it but uh you know I I wasn't going to draft it.
1: Yeah. Well, this is fun, though, because, like, I just scrolled through the list of all of our movies, and re- really the stuff that, like, at least the stuff that I picked in this one is just, like, stuff that sticks out to you. Like, you all you have to do is think of that movie just, like, for the first two seconds, and, like, a song jumps out at you, and that's there's a reason for that, because it is in, in, in ingrained in my brain when I think of the movie, and that's why I have to pick it in this thing. But I don't know that there are that many more movies in the list that I didn't pick that I would actually have, like... These feelings about, like, there's a lot of interesting stuff that we've seen and talked about or whatever, but, like, the ones that really just sort of, like, make you cringe and or, like, happy just reading the name of a movie. I don't know. I don't know how many more we've done so far.
0: Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons why, when I was scrolling through the list of everything we'd done to, to compile the stuff for this podcast, that uh, I could go all the way back to uh, Toto's Hey Now You're an All-Star, episode three. <laughs> And
1: were, by the way when I was scrolling there were a lot of titles in there I was like what in the hell is that title in reference to and why the hell did we pick it
0: I, I think maybe we should start putting the, the name of the movie in the part of text that is not so tiny but um the, uh, for 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 that episode we discussed two movies and I was surprised that I had such strong feelings about both of those but you could scroll through for s- several of the things above that and I had like nothing to to say or think about for for them like uh the soundtrack for scott pilgrim versus the world is a uh, well-regarded good soundtrack but mm-hmm. i had nothing i had no personal connection that i could draw upon to mention anything from it um so without having seen it recently there was nothing i could reference uh, well
1: uh what's what's her name's cover of that metric song is good i listened to that one
0: mm-hmm. yeah or like hackers um, there's 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 fun stuff in there, but uh, I couldn't remember anything off the top of my head that I wanted to select. Now we did do Mortal Kombat, and I kind of wanted to do Orbital, but um, I, you know, uh, I, I just I I didn't I didn't I didn't do it.
1: Was somebody shouting the word Mortal Kombat over and over again.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's the main thing. Dun dun dun. Which dun, uh dun, 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 yeah dun, which dun, which, dun.
1: which which Orbital song was that? it? Was it or- the one Orbles- it's or It's the Halcyon
0: on and on and on. Um, oh, the end credit right. one where they're just like,
1: isn't that also in Hackers? I I thought it was in the pool
0: scene, but I think it's actually something. I can't remember if it's something else. But um, it, it, it was. Has, it has to be in Hackers. It was in several endings of several movies. But um, it is. It is. It is something that is interesting. And the last Starfighter. I like the score. It's fun. The dun 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 And it's you know kind of the the take on. Star Wars by uh, the guy who composed the this the theme song to Cheers, um, the television show. So it's kind of got a, right? It's got a novelty to it. Yeah, I mean, it is it has a novelty to it in that regard. But it is it is not something that I I felt strongly enough to draft uh, for our selection. And there are famous composers for lots of things, like the Rocketeer. I like James Horner's score for that. Um, I, I I didn't select it for this particular one uh you we, we got you know your your uh score for uh movies like alien um by jerry goldsmith uh which is a you know very notable well-regarded score but uh it's so moody that i don't listen to it like just driving around town or anything like that hmm. uh we got all the star Warses. we literally did them all um except for i should Solo. have
1: asked if i could have picked um the instrumental uh cover of the uh Hansen song from detention.
0: I mean you could have picked it.
1: Is that but it does it count as score? Because I think it's I mean it's well, barely a Hanson song. I'll
0: anymore. let you in a little secret. I don't know enough to dispute it and I have no interest in researching to dispute it. So you mm. could have just got it by default.
1: Always ready for football. <laughs>
2: okay
0: but uh, yeah. oh and we we did Raiders of the Lost Ark we did several Indiana Jones movies
1: yeah you can't pick you can't pick Indiana Jones it's too obvious
0: uh, but see that that was part of my conflict with some of the stuff because I know that the listeners are going to write back to us and they'd be like how dare you not pick this thing and it's like but but like there's just so much stuff and I kind of wanted to highlight weird things um,
1: yeah we're not ranking like greatest film scores of all time
0: no 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 of course not
1: I mean you know we 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 both picked the social network so we, we did that <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. be here all week. Tip your waiters.
0: Yeah. And there's movies where there's like scores that I like, but I find unremarkable from like a noteworthy perspective. And they also feature music. And uh, it's also music that I find unremarkable, like Home Alone and Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. It's like I like John Williams creepy theme for it, you know, that gives you the little bit of mystery and uh, uh, Mm. unsettling uh, magic of a child uh, lost because of small accidents that occur. Because he wishes his family wasn't around. Um but you also get like Christmas music, lots of Christmas music, um, that you could have easily picked from. But I, I just I, I didn't want to go with
1: it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the home alone stuff, but yeah. Too obvious. we made good picks. Dun. Dun 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 dun
0: dun 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 dun
1: dun
2: dun.
0: There were
1: only there were only two things I picked that you knew were coming.
0: Yeah. Well, and one of them was only a certainty, uh, and that was the social network, which is. You should really. You really. You got to nail that on your next draft, Dan. If you think. Yeah. If you think that someone is going to pick something before you, and they think that you, they know well, something I... about you, they think they know what you're going to pick, and that it is also now a noteworthy thing. You got it. You now to I fight.
1: know. Now I know. See, and the other thing is, I couldn't. I don't even know if I could pick another Trent Reznor score, because, like, the one they did for Dragon Tattoo was. Whatever, it's good. It's them or something, but it's not as good as the one for the social network. And if I was going to pick something from Dragon Tattoo, it would be that... I guess it was still Trent Reznor and uh, the Yeah, Yeah, yeah's Chick where they covered uh, the Led Zeppelin song. Uh, but I think that was just in the trailer for the movie, but it was really good. What the hell song is that? Um, uh, There's a Led Zeppelin song that was in the trailer for uh, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo that was really good. Okay.
0: Well... Uh, we, 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 we did it. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Now.
1: I'm I'm out of whiskey.
0: Now we gotta, we gotta figure out what music will play us off at the end of this one. What, what can possibly be the best end music for this?
1: It's going to be Eve six, isn't it?
2: Uh, Maybe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) God. Uh, pick something that doesn't make people want to jump out of their moving vehicles.
0: All right. Maybe. I don't mm. know. Something about that. that you know, we, there's no such thing as bad attention, Dan. It
1: was good. It was fun.
2: Yeah. W- uh, was it as difficult as you
0: were dreading it would be?
1: It honestly was not. Like, I had done zero preparation until, like, 4 p.m. today, and then I just popped up our our... Our site of all of our episodes, and I just scrolled down. I was like, oh, there's one, there's one, there's one. And then suddenly I had most of my list, but I had to do a lot of Googling and searching to like listen to songs because I didn't remember. Like, I thought originally I had Bad Boys 1 and 2 because I'm like, there's something good in Bad Boys 2, but then I went and listened to the Bad Boys 2 score and it's not very good. And it's also not Mark Mancina, it's those other guys.
0: Yeah. uh, Well, I think Bad Boys 2 has (sighs) probably things that you could have picked for a song but i wouldn't have picked anything from the score
1: yeah i'm not gonna pick shake your tail feather by nelly or whatever like that's not (laughs) something that's gonna go in my draft